take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, man. Yeah, we gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, man. They be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, though. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. There we go. What's up, world? It's your boy Kramer, aka the Bearded Brother, back at it again with another episode of the Swig Podcast. And of course, my socially distant co-host, Shani Hadia, the marvelous gift in the building. What up, people? Um, you, Kramer, how you feeling over there, man? Is you ready to come out of quarantine? You, um, yeah, I'm getting tired just going to work and coming home sometimes, man. I, I'm trying to get out somewhere, just occasionally, not a lot. But so did so Juneteenth was uh just a, like a couple weeks ago here. Mm-hmm. Did you bust a move? Were you did you did yeah? You I was move? I was real active. Um uh, I did a couple things on Friday for on the actual day, and then Saturday I hosted a black business expo with uh two other businesses. Um and we had about 30 businesses come out, share their products, and just beautiful black people just co-mingling, being happy because we just needed that refreshing breather after everything's gone on the last few weeks so it was just beautiful to see we didn't have to think about everything going on in the news we were just there with each other enjoying each other yeah I um I was in Atlanta so I had to I wanted to go and see family we went to a protest and a performance um and then just hung out went to a brewery and drank on the patio and um was socially distant as much as possible there. So it, it was a good time. Um, That's what's up. We, How was the protest? Not to cut you off. What'd you say? How was the protest down there? Was it? Um, it was, we caught the tail end of it. So, I mean, it was a great turnout. Um, they had actually marched for a good little bit. And um, we we kind of caught the end of the march going into the <laughs> performance. So... <laughs> Um, but it was, uh, we had my nieces and my nephews and it was, so it was a family affair. My parents are not rocking with, uh, with anything outside of the house. They did not join us for that. (laughs) So this was like my mom, she ain't going nowhere. So before we introduce our beers, we have two people joining us on the podcast today. Um, we are talking about... Well, we're we're talking about some interesting stuff personally, like non-traditional relationships and sexual preferences. So we have Marissa and Nino in the building. Welcome, guys. Uh, Marissa, we'll go with you, you know, in that whole ladies first thing. Um, let the people know who you are and um, where you um, fall on the spectrum of relationships and <laughs> sexual choices. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so my name is Marissa. Um, I host the Queen's Table podcast. Um, I am a single mother. I have four children and I am pansexual and I am polyamorous. Um, not polygamous, but polyamorous. And yeah, I guess that's about it. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Nino? Yo, yo, yo. How you doing? How you doing? Welcome. <clears throat> welcome. Welcome. Hey, uh, thank y'all so much for having me. Uh, as she stated, I am uh, Nino. You know, Black, 
Um, I would on a scale, I I would say if I could title it anything, it's uh, doing whatever the hell I want. But um, since some people require a label or a tag to be put on it, they will call me Polly. I'm not going to add the other pieces to it. You can add it to it later on once I tell you what I do and what I enjoy. But um, I enjoy women of all facets. And, uh, you know, I'm a heterosexual male. Uh, now the new terminology is called what a cis male or a cis male. Uh, is that what it is? Is that what hit. Yeah, I don't even like I don't even like how that sounds. So I just say I'm a man, man. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. That's how you know I ain't supposed to be saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I appreciate you all coming on. Um, are y'all drinking anything? What, what are we drinking? Nino, would you uh well I got me some uh homemade moon apple pie moonshine, right? So uh by the time this is over, y'all gonna know everything about me. Even things you ain't supposed to know. So that's why I'm going. More up. Marissa, um, I am drinking a strawberry sky. Um, I see a label in here. It says Breaking Ridge Brewery, Fine Colorado Ales, but it's just something I picked up at the cover store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm undercover gins at the corner store. So Kramer, so we we got two um well Marissa's drinking some kind of beer by brewery right. <laughs> that she got at the corner store. Drinking some and can. That's all she we drinking some. So that's the that's the main thing. You know, we want people to be loose and feeling good um on the podcast. Yes. So if we can't provide it at the crib, you know, whatever they whatever the people pick up, we're um we're down for it. But what are we drinking? Yes. I shout out to you for traveling down to Atlanta and getting me a black owned beer from Down Home Brewing down in Atlanta. It's their tea palm pomegranate wheat ale. This is actually really good. Uh, I had one the other day. Very smooth drink, and I love the use of pomegranate in it. I never thought that could be in a beer like that for real, but I'm here for it. So it's funny because, of course, I too had to have the down home brewing beer on here. Um, we did not. We did not send a text message like, "What are you drinking?" But I knew that. I mean, it's black owned. We rep blackness in black excellence so um i kind of had a feeling we'd both we'd both crack it open so um i'm drinking their georgia hooch ipa and i feel like i oh you know what i did not share what else happened in juneteenth weekend so um i kind of cut myself off because i am not certain what beer i had of down homes um i had it at the, a bottle share. So it was a bottle share in Atlanta, Juneteenth weekend. It was an impromptu situation. And um, I met with a slew of black owned brewery owners. Right. <laughs> so that's or, lit. Um, huh? I'm sorry. That's, I said, that's lit. That's lit. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was just a great experience to sit out in the park, cracking beers with people who love beer and knew more about it than I did. <laughs> and, um, it was motivating and it, it was, 
it was just um it was a great way to spend my Juneteenth I mean that was that's really like what I like to do so also hosting one coming up here soon and um so bottle shares are where it's at I like I learned a lot at that one right that's but I, I had some of the now home brewing there, but I wasn't sure. Um, I'm not sure if it's this one. They have three different styles and a, a, a hazy IPA and then the Georgia Hooch IPA. But we're going to just crack it open and I'm going to just drink it either way. That's all that's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> so we, <That's> good. we <laughs> let me just take a sip first. I'm getting a gotta wet my whistle before this conversation starts but i wanted to go over some definitions with the listeners mm -hmm. before we really get into things because you've heard you you know what i also did not say um that i am bisexual so i am in a lesbian marriage Shout out to my wife. I probably should have said that louder uh, so she could hear me. But, um, but I just wanted to go over some of the definitions so that people know um, at least what the book says, the quote unquote book, and, um, and then how people maneuver within those, you know, the labels. So for polyamorous, it means to have an open, intimate, or romantic relationship with more than one person at a time. You can be heterosexual, lesbian, gay, bisexual. Um, relationships between polyamorous people can Im include a combination of different sexual orientations. Pansexual, defined as related, uh, defined as of relating to or characterized by sexual desire or attraction that is not limited to people of one particular gender identity or sexual orientation. Um, and then bisexual is relating to or characterized by sexual or romantic attraction to people of one same sex or of the opposite sex. And that is the, those are the definitions. I mean, and then there's monogamous, which Kramer, that's kind of dull when you kind of compare it, Kramer. But <laughs> <laughs> <That> personality. <laughs> no, but we, um, we were that's thinking like about like, you know, different, a different episode to have. And we wanted to have a conversation about relationships but I'm be honest, I ain't want the typical, like, this is my spouse, this is my girlfriend, whatever it is. Like, I just didn't want that, that regular conversation. And so mm -hmm. we were wondering, like, what can we, what can we come up with? Well, Kramer put out the, the call for um, just some guests on a podcast and Marissa answered. Mm -hmm. And so she said, I would love to talk about relationships. I was like, well, okay, but tell me about yourself. Cause I was like, cause if you give me, well, me and my husband and we, you know, and I just think, and I probably would have been like, oh, thank you. Maybe we'll see. But when she gave, when she said she was um, pansexual, I was like, oh yeah, I want, I want to have some, like some kind of conversation around this. And of course, I was like, well, how, how, who else can I fill another gap with here? 
And Nino is very active and open um, about life on Facebook. And that's really how we know each other <laughs> or of each other at least. And, um, and I reached out to him and he was game. Uh -huh. So thank you all for coming on. Thanks for having us. Most definitely. And so, so right, right now, so right now Kramer is the, the vegan at the barbecue. He yeah. is the vegan. I, the <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Got you. Just check it. Just check it. to be in the minority. Hey, but he tried to. He tried to. He tried to season. He tried to season the vegetables by saying, "I'm a. I'm a sea smell assessment." No, no, brother. No, brother. You just regular. Just hey, say I'm regular. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> our presentation's on point. You don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had me confused. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing doing some research for the episode and something came across and I was like, oh yeah. Um, it was a it was big news not too long ago. I mean, just a couple months, but Janelle Monet, she came out <laughs> as pansexual. And like, I guess, um, and then another person who has opened up about um, their lives is D. Ray Davis, the mm -hmm. comedian. And so he's Polly and says he's been dating multiple women, kind of like Nino said, since he was in, <laughs> since he was in high school, so teenage years. So like, how do you all feel about, and forgive me if I get this wrong, like your lifestyles being um, like mainstream, where I think previously you kind of maybe operated a little more under the radar, mm -hmm. but now mm -hmm. that people come out and say and making claims and um, they're actually claiming these titles, like how does that feel? How do y'all? Uh, ladies first. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, I don't really, I don't think I have any real feelings towards that. Um, it's good that people are coming out and living in their truths. And uh, because when you hide from certain things, then that creates the potential to um, have a disastrous relationship and in a, a very unhealthy relationship. And um, so with people coming out and living their truths, when I tell people I'm polyamorous, you're not the only person I'm talking to. It puts out there that, you know, like, hey, I'm telling you exactly what's up. So that way you're not surprised. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, if there needs to be a discussion, then, you know, we can have that discussion. But um, I think it's good, though, that people are starting to come into their own truths because that that protects a lot of other people in the long run. So I think it's a good thing. And see, my mine is a little bit different because I'm a heterosexual male that uh, has has always been in a relationship with two women, and um, fortunate for me, but unfortunate for other people, it's viewed as cool. <laughs> so it's nothing like to hide. It's nothing to like, you know. It, it's always it was always viewed as like that man. He cool as hell. That's some cool shit. So I've yeah, never had yeah, to yeah. like. You see what I'm saying. So I've never had to like hide it or worry about it or see somebody come out as a poly and going, yeah, finally. I ain't never had to do that. Unlike somebody who's pansexual or somebody who's 
um, you know, uh, somebody who's gay. You know what I mean? I, I've never had to do that. My family that always that knows me and knows what I'm what I do. They they've always championed behind the shit. You know. You know, my mom when she was alive, she saw me trying to do monogamous relationships, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm not good at it. So hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom was like, uh, yeah, no, son. Yeah, mom was like, nah. <laughs> Nah, sir. No. You just like your damn daddy, you know. Hey, before you know. Yeah. Listen, moms be knowing their kids. Uh-huh. They like you might say they might act like they don't and be surprised, but I'm like, mom, you knew whatever mm-hmm. that different might be. Something might have right. crossed your mind. Right. But um, so the other the other thing I've been seeing on like just talking about mainstream is guys encouraging women to accept the poly life and Mm -hmm. really not knowing what that understanding what that entails or trying to make it um make it seem like it was you more than just uh, essentially they're just trying to play the game they they want to manipulate women into thinking that hey that's we ain't gonna never be a Kramer. You ain't gonna never meet a Kramer. You better go ahead and settle for me. And huh? Yeah. Right. That shit trash, man. That's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, you should, man. It takes it takes a lot. It takes a lot to 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 commit to one person for the mm-hmm. rest of your damn life. That's that's nigga. It, I really bungee jump him. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Appreciate it. That's awesome, man. But no, uh, you know, not to hijack the conversation, but you're right. Uh, you know, I have conversations quite often with men and I have to put men in a place um, a lot of the times because most men are insecure when they see me and my queens out. And if my queens strike a conversation with their queen and they're talking and they looking and they find out, oh, both of them yours. Uh, so what you trying to do? Take my girl home? Which, you know, they get they get nervous when they see that. And other men think, oh, so you just fucking all day long. You got, you having threesomes all day. It's like, man, we be tired, man. We don't even be doing that shit. Like, we, (laughs) when we was 13, 14, we ain't doing none of that. (laughs) 13, 14, that's a whole nother conversation. That is, that is. I was about to say, wait a minute. But you know, you know what I mean. We we at the Sweet Podcast do not condone 13 and 14 year olds having sex and definitely 13 and 14 year olds having threesomes. I just wanted to put that plug out there. Continue it. (laughs) And we're back. I had my, listen, I had my first apartment when I was 16. I bought a Mercedes at 17. I was, that wasn't, come on. I was living my best life, you know. I'm not condoning it, but you got to do what you got to do. But no, I just I just feel like a lot of the times we associate anything that's not monogamy with sex. It's like, you know, she says she paying, they just automatically see the goddamn YMCA man running through her bedroom. It's like, no. Like, <laughs> like no, she be tired. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where you get the YMCA man coming from, though? Like, you know the y, the whole YMCA clique. You know they all. Oh, oh, they all oh so, everybody. Yeah, you know they they Mexican. Okay, I thought you meant like a man from the YMCA. I'm like, no. who is this man? No. <laughs> <laughs> the actual <laughs> say, the the actual guys are saying this. What's what's that? The village people. The village people. They <laughs> know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Our oldest man from the YMCA just terrorizing people. 
Wait a minute. No, no. didn't release anything about that. But she, she she got what I meant though. She got what I meant right off the rip. Yeah, yeah. It took me a second. Yeah. I was like, I don't make sense. It's private. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I used to be a rapper. I use a lot of metaphors. I'm sorry. You'll nah, catch them on the playback. But I think a lot of men say they're poly and not knowing what it is because mm. they do attach it to sex. So they're like, oh, I'm gonna do everything I need to do, but I'm also gonna. Knock down these few women while you still with me, you be monogamous, monogamous to me, but I'ma still do whatever I'm gonna do. See, Maybe that's, I'll come the, back. that's the issue that I've actually ran into quite recently when when someone that I was uh seeing, you know, I knew he said that he was poly. And I was like, okay, that's cool, I'm poly too. And um he had just broken up with a girlfriend. And I knew that he was messing around with two other girls. He didn't know that I knew, but at the same time, it you know it 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 doesn't really matter. But um, he tried his damnedest to get me to be monogamous with him, but he's still out here doing whatever he wants. And I'm like, honey, that's polygamy. That's not polyamory. Um, I'm gonna keep doing me. You out here doing you. I don't look like Boo Boo the Fool. At least I don't think I look like Boo Boo the Fool. So I'm not just going to be sitting up here. I mean, like in some people, that's okay. Some people, they cool with that. And that's perfectly fine. But that's not me at all. You out there doing whatever you want to do. Cool. Do you, Boo Boo. But I'm going to do me. (laughs) I think the foundation of it, though, is honesty. So if he's already not, not telling you, about the two other people that he, you know, is seeing in some form of fashion. I'm like, you already starting off wrong because in order for this thing to really work, no matter what you're open to, is Mm -hmm. the communication is what's going to save and and make things work. Right. And I learned learned two things in the last couple of years in my relationships. Number one, to kind of speak on to what she was just saying. You know, people accept me into a lot of poly groups. So I'm in like a thousand and twelve of them. And it's so funny that when you see somebody post, what is your poly dynamic? Like, what are you looking for? And you see all these guys, we're looking for a queen, we're looking for a queen, we're looking for a queen. And then somebody make a post and go, so is your wife allowed to have another man? And they're like, hell no, hell no. And it's like, well, that's not, that's not necessary. You might as well just be in a monogamous relationship and cheat, motherfucker. Just say I want to be in an open relationship. Stop, you know. And and then one thing that I learned about the whole being honesty thing, uh, being honest, is when I got into this specific situation, um, the girl I had been with for the longest, she had a different idea of what poly, the type of poly we were doing. She thought Mm -hmm. that we was gonna just have sex and play. She didn't know we was bringing in a whole family member. So. Okay. Got kind of got sticky, you know what I mean? But yeah. you know, a piece of me felt like she knew, but another piece of me felt like I was being selfish because I knew she didn't know, or I, I felt like she was just doing it just because I wanted her to. Mm. And uh, it, I was right. I was she was doing it just because I wanted her to, and uh, I, I I didn't want her to feel like that. So you know, honesty is tenfold because you know sometimes we as men still got to be honest with ourselves. And go like I know your ass don't want this. You're just doing it because I'm asking you to, and we gotta mm-hmm. not be selfish. You know what I'm saying? If, I hope that makes sense. No, that absolutely yeah. makes sense. 
Because yeah. being like allowing somebody to come along on your ride when you know they don't necessarily want to be there is not going to last long. Right. And it's not going to be a happy situation because even when you're making the choices, you still, you know, you looking over your shoulder knowing that they're not comfortable mm-hmm. and you're moving forward. It's like, there's just a, it's a respect thing. Yeah. But, you know, you got to also teach people to, to live in their, uh, live in whatever truth that is. So, mm-hmm. you know, they have to be honest with themselves and like, do I want this? Right. right. I don't think I want this. Yeah. I'm not feeling this, but um, I'm here now. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm going right. to make best of it. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, recently, uh, a guy that I was seeing, we tried to bring in another female, and I did not know that this was that her first time with another female. And mm-hmm. I was like, she said it in the middle of it. I got up immediately. No, get your clothes on, get out, go. I can't do this. Because you don't know what you're getting into. Yeah. I'm, okay, so I'm, let me let me can I ask can I ask a question about that one cuz I got <laughs> And then then the question is going to go for uh, the guys too. Um, what what is it, like did you know her um, or did he bring her in? Um, um she was a friend of his that uh I ended up meeting and he was like I think you okay. okay, I understand that. And then I guess this is a question for like everybody, and I get it, but I just want to know like your reasoning behind it. If you, if that, you Kramer, that, that, that didn't turn you on, Kramer. That didn't turn you on. Oh my <laughs> God, bro. That, moment, huh? that, that didn't turn you on. <laughs> Don't, Don't get that, that, that Mary She Mary said that booty. She said that, that didn't turn you on. Don't get that married man in trouble, guys. Come on. He's not married yet, but yeah, he damn near married. That motherfucker fell in love and went blind all at the same damn time. Shit. I'm sorry. Wait, let me ask the question. So <laughs> you said she hadn't done it before. So this was like a virgin situation. We'll see. Here's what the thing. Like, I like about virgin situations that people don't like. Be it like I, somebody never had sex or ne- ever been with a woman. She she had never been with a woman before. No, no, no. I'm oh, saying okay. what what is it about that that part's for the guys of like the virgin oh. situation. But you had like a a virgin. I mean, she hadn't been with a woman before. So what was and, it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, well, the thing about it is I, I, I liked her, you know, she was cute. She was very nice, uh, really kind. And, you know, I knew she liked the dude that I was seeing and I knew he liked her. So I'm like, guys, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, we can have fun. This is great. And, but she, she had never been with a woman before. She had never had a threesome before. And, you know, this was all like, white smack dab in the middle of some stuff and I'm just kind of like I can't do that because one she doesn't know what she's getting into and two I I don't want to be nobody's first nothing I don't it it just there's you can get it can get real weird real quick so that's that's a no-no that I have that's fair yeah would y'all would y'all get with a, a virgin guys it, it, it depends on 
Um, it's hard to say. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, we typically ran across virgins at a young age. Mm -hmm. They instantly turn to clingers. You see what I'm saying? So you don't, if you're not trying to be in a relationship with somebody, then you don't like, because y'all, I know it's hard to believe that all males have moral compasses. We do. Like we we will not stick our dick in something. That we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we do. Like we do. Like and by us and, saying uh, I don't want to do it because she's a virgin, that's like us saying she's gonna fall in love and I'm not ready. I just want to keep smashing, so I don't want to do it. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. If I find a a 37 year old virgin, oh yeah, I'm breaking that for sure. <laughs> like for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, you. You managed to get all the way to 37 and nothing? Oh, I'm cracking that. <laughs> did you see, right. did y'all see that one girl that sold her virginity on eBay for like 3.5 yeah. million or something? Yeah. Wow, that could come up. Yeah. Right. right. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna lose it, you might as well gain. To yeah, everybody lost it and then they just lost a piece of themselves and didn't get nothing from it. She about to get 3.5 million. Right, and probably ain't gonna never use that mud again. <laughs> it only took him, and it only took him three pumps. Like that's it, real quick. I think the 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 closest you might get to like the thirty seven year old virgin is a celibate person mm-hmm. that has, yeah. you know, they might have a couple years under their belt of celibacy. Mm-hmm. I, I did five you, years of celibacy. Uh, uh, you did uh, five years. That's interesting. Oh, no. Wait, was oh. that between like you had the kid like that? Well, I guess you got four. That's like five years of very limited sex. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm have to. I'm gonna have to disagree because if y'all like, y'all must ain't never been with no woman after they done had one of them Yanni stings. That motherfucker be fire. I have not. Yeah, that motherfucker be close. It be close to virgin. It be close to virgin. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm trying not to be vulgar, but it'd be close. It'd be close to version. When... Let me text my wife right now and let her know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, make the appointment. Baby. Hey, hey, I'm in there. I'm hey. in her appointment. <laughs> Look, I got up in that thing. It was like, my heart start beating triple time. And that song was playing in my background. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> Yes, yes, it's great. It's great. I'll send you a link. I couldn't do it either with the virgin thing myself. Kind of like my pre Ashley activities. We know anything you're talking about is pre Ashley. You don't got to give us that disclaimer. All right. Again, all three of y'all are against me right now. Trying to no, no, no. We're not against you, man. We root you on, man. We root you on. Oh no, I'm just making it. I'm like, we know they like. I didn't mean it in a bad way. You didn't have to preface it, is what I was saying. Ah, gotcha. Having me on, and I didn't know until we were done what we was doing. So you, I mean, she couldn't feel like that. Or were you a virgin? No, I was not. She was. How How did that go afterwards? Like, I didn't say nothing. I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, what was going on because <laughs> I was like either she's a virgin or she's on a period she didn't tell me either one. <laughs> oh she had that after she had the little bleeding okay you ripped a thing or two there <laughs> yes and I, use I, I really don't know what to say, but I'm not <laughs> trying to get too hung up on that 
So I was like, no, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I fingered a girl one time and uh, she's, ne- she's always been with women, never been with a, a guy. And I couldn't, I couldn't get in. So I fingered her and that's it. And she, you know, I, she bled or whatever, did all the shit she's supposed to do. And she was falling in love with me because of that. I'm like, I'm never giving you this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I get- let me let me let me stop you guys real quick. Let me stop you guys real quick. If um, do you guys know anything about the Yoruba culture? No. Uh, okay. So real quick summary: a, the the Yoruba Yoruba beliefs um, come from West Africa. And during the transatlantic slave trade, they took those beliefs with them, but they had to cover it up in, in, with Christianity and Catholicism. And so that turned into religions like Santeria and Hoodoo and Voodoo and all of that good stuff. So one of the things is that um, you're not supposed to you're not supposed to have sex with a woman while she's bleeding because that's a form of sex magic uh, to put it in very, very simplistic terms. So that, I mean, when you look at it that way, it's just kind of like, that's why they fall in love with you because it's a form of sex magic. And of course they're going to have you on the brain like consistently. So when you look at- That's what blame it on, sex magic. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I blame it on I was tapping her ribs. What you mean? <laughs> but wait, but you, you, know, you that's me. <laughs> that's all me, cuz. I mean? did this. I was in that motherfucker for eight minutes and 46 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to call your shirt out or some like I was, oh, my about, fault, I was my like, fault, dang, fault. I like his shirt. My fault, and my he fault. go. <laughs> But yeah, females can bleed, you know, even after uh, losing their virginity. I've been, I've been. You've had a lot of, it was, you had a good time and, and then things happened. I bet that motherfucker was fired too. She ended up talking Greek mythology and all kind of shit. Look, he ain't saying nothing the last 30 seconds. Listen, there's an idea, right? She was she was nodding on camera, <laughs> real the hard, time. <laughs> real hard, real hard, real, real hard. hard. It was great. It was great, great guys. <laughs> and your cheeks clap. That's how I be. <laughs> you know, you mentioned you mentioned. <laughs> I did not expect that coming from you. That is hard. Get them cheeks clapped. <laughs> I told you. As vegans of a uh, sexual world, we got the personality. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, I do have a question for Kramer. I'm. I don't know when I want to ask that. I don't know. We're gonna. I'm gonna just write it down on my handy dandy notepad, and <laughs> we'll see about coming back to that. Maybe I should text him and see if it's a. I don't know. If if not, we can just cut it out the episode. Nino, you said you I'm curious with this question that you have for us though. I'll ask my question of Kramer and after you. There you go. We'll do that. No, I was gonna ask you a question because I know you said that you're in a um you're you're in a lesbian marriage, but you're bi. Make sure you get that right. But yeah, yeah. I gotta say that. You feel me? We all gonna be off this motherfucker if I say that wrong. Uh, (laughs) But but you said you bi. Is she bi or no? No, no. So how does that how does that work? 
So it does get a, I mean, it, I, I guess I am also monogamous as relationship goes. So, um, and so you people, shouldn't even, so you shouldn't even say you bi, you just lesbian. I, but I'm not though. Like, that's the thing. Just because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It's a, it's a, so this conversation, this conversation happens a lot in, in groups, right? Because people are like, well, if you're bi, then, and you're in a lesbian relationship, like for conversation purposes, um, I do just say lesbian, right? Right, right. Because I don't want to have this kind of conversation. Oh, okay. Okay. And mainly, I mean, just because I'm not in a a space to have the conversation, I'm open to the conversation, but Every every time I talk about my sexuality does not need to be a, a larger conversation. That's pretty much what I'm getting at. Right. But that's how I identify. It does not necessarily, um, I don't know. It's, it's like if I was to um, be granted a pass, there are, there's no telling where I would end up. Okay. So it's kind of like the G in lasagna. It's just silent. It's silent. There, I oh, like that. There you go. I got so, you. Okay. <laughs> With the rap metaphors. Right, right. So, yeah. Okay, I got you. How, we, how we're operating, I mean, what we do now is just have fun together. Like, right. that, that gives me what I need. And I haven't missed anything. So, um, I'm good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I get it. I was just wondering. I just no, wondering. that's fine. That's a, that was a really good question. And um, so, my question for Kramer is, you know, most guys, their dream is like, a threesome with the understanding that that might not be your reality is that a dream of yours or you just like monogamous i'm good with the monogamous relationship and if this question is too personal we can cut this from the (laughs) from the we're good um no i think for me single it would be um because i'm very like actually always tells me like i'm very in tune with my emotions i know Emotionally, I can't handle that for myself. Okay. Um, so like carrying that burden, but like single, yeah, because we just out here shoot or shoot. So you know, you might, <laughs> so like you mean sometimes you might hit a triple here and there. I personally never have, but like that's something I think most men strive for. Yeah. Maybe some women strive for too as well. But um, I can't speak. <laughs> I can't speak on women. So, but yeah, for me, like. Sing, single yeah I was but with like being with Ashley like or being in that relationship in the at that moment in any moment point in my time in life is like I was cool with just being with that person I am cool with just being with Ashley because we connect on so many different levels that like yeah. of course we match sexually but we match emotionally spiritually mentally like and physically just being want to be active working out and things like that so like we connect on all of those and like i'm Fulfilled. good with that yeah but like you know said like i i have eyes i'm not blind like but it never goes beyond that i'm like oh damn she's fine all right anyway let me go eat this apple because i'm <laughs> at work or <laughs> like or go about my business like it never goes beyond just like looking for me Cause like I'm here and all that, just trying to like all that motion stuff, but like I have it with her and the stability and things like that. I like that. 
I think it's just because I've seen my parents be so stable and so loving and so caring for each other. So like, that's how I imagine it. But I know that's different for everybody else. Like, I'd be a fool to think differently, but that's pretty much. No, that makes sense. I mean, that was good answer. Good answer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's good and dry, but like, that's how I feel though. Like, No, it's just, you know, you wonder, um, and I think like those of us that have, I mean, clearly the other three have explored within our relationships or outside our relationship with multiple people. So it was, it's kind of interesting to get a monogamous person's take on it. Who's like, I'm here, I'm focused on one and I'm good without bringing in another. Cause you know, I start looking, I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, we'll want to have some fun. You know, it's right. It's Thursday, like what? It's Thursday, guys. That's that's what it's called that for a reason. So, (laughs) how, like, uh, Marissa, when did you like start to understand who you were, how you, you know, identified? Like, when did you come to accept your, um, your sexuality? Um, I don't know. I um. I guess in high school when I had my first girl crush, like I never really thought of, you know, the LGBTQ plus community either way, you know, I, I, it just, it, that just wasn't something that I was in the back of my head, but um, I do remember I had this uh, crush on this girl who, you know, was a really, really good friend of mine and um, I don't know. And, but I've, I've always felt comfortable, you know, regardless of, of who I'm with, I've always felt comfortable, you know, um, I think because I'm, I'm pretty open and I'm pretty honest. I always expect for other people to be honest with me as well. Um, that's not always the case, but I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I try not to, you know, think like, okay, well, everybody is just as horrible as my ex, you know? I think I've always been pretty open and comfortable when it comes to who I date. Um, I don't think I've ever really had any issue with it. Not internally, not socially. Um, that's It's just never been a problem for me. But then again, you know, being female, it's completely different because, you know, when it's a little bit more socially accepted and that's really that really it really sucks to say that but it's true it's a little bit more socially acceptable to be female and you know be attracted to other females than you know I don't want to say socially acceptable during the time that I was growing up because yeah it's still I think it still falls into into that category like Especially know. here in the South. Yeah, I really, I've only lived in the South, so I can only speak to it. But I mean, guys don't get the opportunity to explore. Mm-hmm. And women do. Yeah. Now, whether church might influence a lot of that, <laughs> but yeah. just overall, even, you know, at, I almost want to go internationally, but at least nationally, like, you know, there's no, there's no opportunity for um for guys to see if 
is this a guy crush or am I just, or am I into them? You know, mm-hmm. so I think guys have these guy crushes and, you know, bromances and such. Yeah. Some of them might be like, oh, <laughs> this would be something I would try, but they can't because this is not anything. It's not approved. Right. Right, right. I don't know. Like in in 2020, I think it's, I feel like it's all right. I feel like it's acceptable because I literally witnessed like a certified street goon nigga get a video posted of him shoving a dildo in himself. And I'm thinking, oh, they could go in and they probably talked about it for like two days and it it was fine. Like he got on Facebook and was like, yeah, I do what I want to do. I'm Rick James. What y'all niggas talking about? And I still gunned at one of you niggas. And we was like, all right, cool then, bro. So I think he was comfortable in himself. (laughs) Right. And I think it was no. (laughs) And it was hard. That was good. That was good. He was comfortable in himself. <laughs> but it, <laughs> that's pretty funny. But no, yeah, and, and you know the, you know Nashville, we we accepted it. Let it let it go. It it, it was only a conversation for like three days. So I think it's acceptable. I think it's more and more people are realizing that sexuality is just who you decide to sleep with. You know, it, it's not about who you are, what your education level is, what your finance look like. Don't nobody care. Right. Yeah. And I definitely agree with that. And then kind of we talked about, I noticed we kind of noticed we talked about like communication conversations. How do you kind of introduce that new information to someone that you're not sure is poly or pansexual at all? And then kind of how can you like bring someone up to speed in a proper way, I guess is the question, without them being like, whoa, hold on. What does that mean? Uh, you be just with everybody all the time? Oh, no. Or how you get people I, comfortable with it. I, I kind of got, got a theory, and I don't know if it makes it, if it's true or if I'm just imagining this shit, but I've never dated a woman in my life that wasn't bisexual. Now, actually wanting to be in a relationship with, you know, with a woman that's something different, but like, I've never met a woman that was bisexual and I've never met a full-blown lesbian in my life. And that's not even being funny. They're like, I'm lesbian. I was like, okay, come over. We're going to fuck on Friday. All right. Like I've never met a lesbian. Right. So like, um, I, I've never really have to make it a conversation. I really just don't have to go. All right, look, this is my lifestyle. And this is what I want to do. I just like, they kind of know me. Like you kind of, I kind of put myself out there. So if you climb in my inbox or you pull up on me at a bar or something, you you know what you're going home to. You got to cook pancakes while she wash clothes. That's just how the shit pan out, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I want to um, let Marissa answer that question. The conversation got better, so we decided to make it into a two-part series. Catch Marissa's answer on the other side. Lift your glass to the Swig Podcast and keep toasting. <laughs>